0: Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Black Case Diaries. I'm Adam, I'm here with my co-hosts... Marcy. And? And Robin. Uh, and, and Robin. Um, yeah. Okay. No, it's okay. Wow. <laughs> How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, Fine. Cool. Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Alright. Great. <laughs> um On this episode, uh, we are going to rank the top 10 best underrated Disney classics.
1: Woo. Ooh.
0: So this is our second official Disney episode.
1: Yeah, um, One two day. of yeah, two, two of, of thousands.
0: Thousands, yes.
1: That we'll have.
0: Um, so, in order to start the episode, I think we wanted to basically uh, say what our criteria is for the list. We're gonna uh, explain what what allows them to be fit in the top ten. You know, what right. qualifies them, and then we'll rank them. And then we have some. Uh, Other ones that we can mention that that don't make our list?
1: We only looked at the Disney Animated Classics. Right. Uh, These are Disney films that were produced by Disney Animation Studios. Right. Uh, And this this is where confusion kind of happens because there are other studios by Disney that produce animation, but those are not Disney Animated Classics. Examples would be like Planes. Right. That's not Disney Animated Classic. Mm -hmm. So... The only ones on this list are the if you if you owned the VHS when you were a kid or if you buy the DVD now, yeah. it'll say somewhere on the binding Disney Animated Classic.
0: Right, and if you and if it starts out and you see that castle splash, yeah. where you know the little star goes over, arcs right over the castle, and then you see Walt Disney's signature, those movies. Right. If it doesn't have that, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Um,
1: and also like they don't usually have another studio, like they'll have that, but then not have the Pixar logo, have that, not have the Marvel logo. Right. Mm. It's, it's the ones that are just specifically Disney animation studios. Right. So movies that do qualify would be movies like Tangled. Frozen. uh, Frozen. Lion
0: King. Aladdin. Yeah. That kind of stuff.
1: But those are not movies on our list. No. Because those are not underrated movies. Those
0: are at the top of their game. Properly rated movies. And everybody agrees that they're amazing. Um, (laughs) So so well known. Right. So what we're going to talk about are ones that people may have forgotten about or don't care for or don't even know exist.
1: Possibly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Um, Adam and I embarked on a mission a while ago to watch all the Disney animated classics. And now we're, we're trying to watch all the Disney live action classics. Um, there's Good. almost 300 of those. Good luck with that guys. Yes. Thanks Mark. Piece of cake. Uh, we're having a marathon this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that this weekend? Yeah, oh, that, it goodness. is this weekend. Oh, time goes oh, boy. by. Whew. Anyway. And, uh, so we, we did watch all of them. So, uh, there are movies that aren't on our list because we don't think that they're the best of the underrated.
0: Right. That, that is something that we have to clarify. Um, We are not telling the most underrated movie. We are trying to figure out the best of the underrated movies.
1: Right. Mm. And so some that we didn't put on the list, but we do recognize are very forgotten, our movies like.
0: Right. Um, Home on the Range. uh, Saludos Amigos. Saludos Amigos. The Three (laughs) Caballeros. Make My Music. Fun and Fancy Free. Fantasia. And Fantasia, yeah. uh, and Fantasia two thousand. Though
1: Fantasia is still, I think, pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, of the underrated films, it is pretty mm-hmm. popular.
0: Right. Or um, at least
2: known
1: about. Yeah.
0: Right, but we we have agreed that none of them are going to break the top ten. Right. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Wait,
1: and, I mean, yeah, and so the and we we have honorable mentions that we might talk about, mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. not. I'm gonna keep you on the edge of your seat.
0: But Ooh. but we just want to clarify that we do know about the, all all of the movies that uh, have. You know, are considered underrated. We haven't forgotten any. We've seen all of them. Yeah. We know about them, um, but we are gonna tell you what we think is the best ones. Right. And let's get to it. All right, number ten.
1: burp, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have the sword and the stone. Bum. Yeah, where's the where's the yeah. fanfare music? Um, to and fro. Yes.
1: And go. Nineteen
0: thirty-six. <laughs> That's when that movie came out. Oh, not 36, sorry. 63. Oh, read yeah. It, <laughs> read it backwards. It was like,
1: my father saw that in the theater, so like, there's no way. <laughs> my mistake.
0: 63. Read it backwards. Um, Sword in the
1: Stone. Yeah. That's
0: a, that's a great one.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, I thought I cut you off, and that's why I stopped talking. No, no, I was, that's okay. I was waiting for you to say
0: it. I had nothing else.
1: It's all good. Um, <clears throat> it's, a fun, it's a fun jaunt. Yeah, um, uh, through the you know England. Yeah, it's with a, you know, yeah,
0: it's one of those stories that a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. Um, King Arthur and Excalibur and, and that that stuff. Um, I really like Merlin. Yeah. in this movie, mm-hmm. he's great. Mm-hmm. He makes an appearance in Kingdom Hearts.
1: Merlin this is, is he's yeah. The owl's name is Archimedes too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's he's a really good character. There's a lot of fun mad madam mim there's a lot of really good characters mm-hmm, in this movie mm-hmm. i think marcy do you, do you have some numbers for us some numbers oh yeah.
2: absolutely <laughs> i have some numbers thanks for asking mm-hmm. okay so not the <laughs> <laying>. <laughs> all right well we'll first say
0: it,
2: open. it was rated g um so at that time that was pretty standard for kids movies yeah it had a budget of three million dollars um, its gross was twenty two million dollars. So Damn. it did pretty lot, well for not a itself. Not to compete with. Though. No, yeah. no, not a lot to compete with. So I think the probably the thing that I've seen about it the most is when Nim and Merlin have their little like fight, yeah, magic fight, and mm-hmm. they turn each a other wiz- into different a wizards animals. duel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that one. I think so many times on the internet, but that's probably the most like the most yeah. popular part of it that you see mm-hmm. online now. Yeah. Other, yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. No. Go on. I'm just all over the place today. <laughs> We're cutting people off. I'm. I'm sorry, guys. Um, no. Uh, the Disney Halloween treat that I that came out in the early '80s um, was a program that kind of compiled a bunch of the villains and things from shows, and that was one of the one of the showcases was the fight between Merlin and Mad Madame Mim, mm-hmm. and so that was how how we saw it. I mean, Adam. Adam's seen it a few times.
0: Yes, I have. Oh, <laughs> Maybe man. we'll
1: talk about that at Halloween. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'd be a great one—a
1: Disney Halloween. But yeah, so um, it. This is one of my. This is my dad's favorite. So I saw it a few times. Um, it. The songs are, you know, they're pretty good. Uh, they pop up in a lot of sing along tapes and things like that. And um, I think one of the most memorable parts of the movie is when uh, the. Sorry arthur gets mm-hmm. turned into a squirrel mm-hmm. do you get do you know what i'm talking yeah. about adam
0: and then uh yeah and then that girl squirrel who's falls like a pinkish with color squirrel falls in love with him and it's incredibly sad oh, actually because he's she's not a squirrel yeah because yeah. she's just a sweetheart and then when he turns back into a boy she's like like yeah like heartbroken and it's like oh but it's so quick and they cut away from it it's like oh yeah that poor squirrel anyway yeah. um yeah. And then I think one of my favorite parts is, I can't remember the name of the song, uh, but when Merlin cleans up the room
1: and just puts everything Mm -hmm.
0: in his bag, his his infinite bag, he shrinks (laughs) everything down. Yeah. And that, that whole thing is pretty cool.
1: And, you know, the story is so classic. Yeah, you know King Arthur and the, you know the Sword in the Stone. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing a Sword in the Stone movie this year. It's not Disney; it's the Kid Who Would Be King, I think, is what it's yeah. called, live yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think Disney does plan on doing a live action Sword in the Stone remake. <laughs> I
2: mean, of I, course. I mean, they're, I mean <laughs> they're doing it all, so might right. as well add that one to the list. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, great movie.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of great movies that are forgotten and we couldn't put them all in the top 10. So, mm-hmm. you know, just being 10 is
0: <laughs> right, it's pretty right. good. All right. all right, the next one, number nine, uh, yeah. The Black Cauldron.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And if you've never heard of that one, not surprised. <laughs> no. <laughs> not many people have. That one came out in 1985.
1: Yeah, The Black Cauldron was a big loss for Disney. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it, it's, honestly the movie that, be, that's based, that basically marks the dark ages of right. Disney in this time period. Disney wasn't making a whole lot of money. And this was when they almost lost the studio. And but, so this was just before the Renaissance, when the movie started making them enough money to continue with the studio. But, uh, the black cauldron, um, really caused a lot of problems for them. Right. And yeah, Marcy, Marcy's yes. got more numbers for yes, us. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, to
2: illustrate this, so the last one was G. This one was actually rated PG mm-hmm. for some scary images, and at the time, this was uh, not not well known to do a PG movie. So their budget was forty four million, and their gross in the U.S. was only twenty one million. Right, so
1: you think of, and like we talked about this just briefly before we started recording the episode, you think about Mm -hmm. parents with their kids now, it's the mid-80s, these parents went to the theaters when they were younger and saw Jaws, which was PG, Mm -hmm. and now this Disney animated film is PG, and it's like, uh, nope, I'm not taking (laughs) my kid to see that. Right, You know, so that, you know, when you think of like, at the time, PG was a much worse rating than Mm -hmm. it is now.
0: Because the the rating of PG-13 did not come around until 1984. Yeah. Um the first uh the first PG-13 movie was Red Dawn. Um mm. and it came out in 84. The the original version cuz I believe there's a new version of that mm-hmm. fairly recently. Anyway, um so yeah, so The Black Cauldron got PG, which was essentially PG-13 by today's standards. Yeah according to a lot of people
1: right when you think of and, and this is even like through the 80s uh and the 90s uh pg was still kind of uh something that anime animated movies stayed away from like the lion mm-hmm. king is p is g mm-hmm. like that's not a pg movie yeah. though by today's standards probably would be pg mm-hmm. um but it, you know when you so when you think about making these comparisons this is how we This is how we tricked my parents into letting us watch worse movies when I was a kid. Uh, They'd walk in and they'd go, "Uh, you can't watch this. And my brother, being very smart, would always say, it's PG. (laughs) And, you know, and we are all, we are all, you know, old enough to watch a PG movie, right? Right.
2: Yeah. Whole snap.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) though we weren't allowed to watch that one scene in Temple of Doom where he rips out the heart. Mm -hmm. That was the one thing we weren't allowed to see. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Temple of Doom, which which was the mo- one of the movies that really sparked the need for uh, the PG thirteen rating. Yes, yeah. Gotcha.
1: Um, so yeah, The Black Cauldron follows a young boy who it works on a farm and owns a pig, mm-hmm. and this is a strange story. So yeah, uh, buckle in, strap in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, what's going on? is the Horned King is attempting to raise an army of the living dead uh, to take over the kingdom. Classic stuff. And Mm -hmm. to do so, he needs possession of a black cauldron just to make this happen. And uh, the boy finds out that his pig has mystical powers Mm. and his pig can help you locate the black cauldron. So the Horned King naturally goes after the pig, captures the boy, goes on an adventure and it is it's a, it's a pretty dark film. Yeah. Um I I I've, I've been the Horned King for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. He's like Disney's Skeletor. So right. it's like you imagine what Skeletor looks like and kind of with but, horns.
0: But like without the cheesy factor that yeah. we all associate with Skeletor now. Um Google Google a picture of the Horned King yeah. and uh you'll see what we mean.
1: And mm-hmm. he was voiced by John Hurt who's one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah, so, so, I mean, good. just it, seriously, it's a great film. It's probably better to watch it when you're a little older, but I watched it when I was a kid, but when I did watch it, my entire family was in the room. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't like, you know, they didn't just put it on and leave me with it. It was, because um, it, <laughs> it's a little tough. And uh sometimes, I, I know that there are some people who find it a tad boring. Some people think that it's a little slow. Um, but it really is, is such a great movie to know about. You should at least know that this movie exists. Yeah,
0: and, and, and see it once, at yeah. least. Uh, it's, it's amazing to see that era of Disney and yeah. what they did. Um, I guess what they were trying, you know, cause Disney wouldn't dare do no. that now. Um, they took
1: such a risk with this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's...
0: Bit them hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it sure did. They lost <laughs> they lost a lot of money. I mean, looking at those numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they um, they
0: didn't even make back half of what they spent on it.
1: Yeah. And honestly, um, you know, there I know that there are people who grew up in the 80s, uh like m- my father-in-law who absolutely adored this movie when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. So, some people did like it. It wasn't, <laughs> you know, like a total, you know, it was a total failure. Um, but this is one film that I don't know if Disney will remake, and if they do, they'll make it a lot lighter. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it has to be an R-rated. If this movie was live action, it'd be Mm R-rated, and, um, I would love that, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't happen. But, they, yeah, no way. (laughs) No way, no how. All right, so number eight. Next,
0: number eight, Eight. Oliver and Company.
1: Oh, yeah. Another film from the the very end of the Disney Dark Ages. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. One
0: minute I'm in Central Park. Yeah.
1: This movie went um, back into theaters when I was a kid. My mom took me to see it.
0: Aww. And
1: I'll never forget it. It was so, I was like, oh, I loved it. And it's it, great. It really yeah. surprises me that it, you know, is something that does get kind of more forgotten. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Marcy.
2: No, you're good. You're good. Should I talk about numbers now? You guys ready you for the numbers? You want to be numbers? our numbers person from now
1: on? <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. We all have access to the numbers, but yes. Marcy reads them the best. <sighs>
2: Thanks guys. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So it was also rated G. Its budget was thirty one million and the gross was seventy four million. Nice. So, so it did make some money. It did make some money. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Well only you know, maybe like double or so. <laughs> but yeah. yeah.
0: But you the, it's kind of flowing into now these are all these movies are kind of they have this similar thing where they're they're all great still. You know, yeah. don't don't think of this as we're we're telling you that bad movies are good. No, they're actually good movies. They're just ones you don't think about.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: But Oliver and Company is a is a movie about aminals.
1: It is their version of Oliver Twist. Oliver is a kitten lost in the city. He gets taken in by a band of pickpocketing dogs, and uh, those dogs uh, basically just teach him the ways of the street, and until Oliver. gets... Uh, almost pseudo gets adopted by a young girl named Penny and kind of gets a taste of the good life. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's essentially the same storyline. Um, and yeah, Huey Lewis and the news sing at least one song. Um, and Billy Joel sings another. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very eighties. Yeah. Uh, inspired. It (laughs)
0: It feels like, yeah, it feels like the music you would have listened to walking down the streets of New York anyway. Yeah. At the time. Um,
2: and did you already mention Joey Lawrence did uh, the voice of Oliver? Nope, we didn't. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. It's interesting. I
1: remember when I saw it in the theater, it was so clear to me. One of the things I remember the most is a scene where Oliver's watching all the feet go by mm-hmm. on the street. And one of the feet, it was, uh, it was this guy dancing with his boombox. <laughs> <laughs> and the shoes you know and it was like yeah it just really it really encapsulated the time mm-hmm. like it was exactly what oh you yeah know, yeah and uh but the songs in my songs are in my head right now i think that these you know movies like this like the black, black cauldron um they are still good to show kids today yeah um but you know this is a decision that you should make based on what, mm-hmm. when you watch the movie and decide whether or not you want your kids to see it
2: mm-hmm. yeah just like any movie, honestly, don't mm-hmm. trust the critics why don't do you
1: why do you guys think uh Oliver and Company is on the list um
0: because it's because it's different you know uh Dis- the Disney formula is absolutely a thing uh-huh, yeah. and while uh-huh. some movies deviate from it um if you deviate too much, some people may not like it uh very much you know one of the greatest disney movies ever lion king deviates from the formula but um but it's still amazing it didn't deviate yeah. too far um but this one deviates a little bit more um being a more modern take on something rather than the opposite of that you know a lot of disney princess movies take place in like you know what you'd call medieval times or mm-hmm. something like that you know or in a or in a different uh, a different country or a different world altogether um, whereas this one just takes place in New York um, it's a bunch of ragtag dogs who kind of hang out with a with a homeless guy um, you know they ride around in a shopping cart think, <laughs> at one point yeah you I think know, it's on the cover or something so is that right is it on the cover <laughs> I, I don't remember um, but you know it's... the death
1: of the villain is a little brutal
0: that too yeah
1: maybe mm-hmm. that had something to do with it too I'm not sure it wasn't brutal enough to get a PG rating, but he yeah. does get hit by a train, so. Mm. Yeah,
0: which is pretty rough. So. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah. But I there are a multitude of things that I think led to it being uh more underrated or forgotten. Yeah. Um but like I said before, it's not a bad movie at all. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um
1: I kind of want to watch it now.
0: Yeah. Just to just to hear the music. That's what I'm about.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. All,
0: all right. right. Next. Okay. Uh Number seven. This is the newest movie on our list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, came out in 2007. Meet the Robinsons. Yay! This is also our first, and I believe maybe, well, it's a 3d movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to spoil too much.
1: Um, yeah, it is. Um, it is 3d. I remember when this movie came out, we went to go see it in the theater. And I think this was the first time I had seen the steamboat Willie, uh,
0: Oh, they yeah, where they changed the the
1: ba, ba, intro ba, ba, splash. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, you know, they have a, like a, a basically like a little video of Steamboat Willie at the mm-hmm. beginning, and um, and this movie was really cool um, because it ended with a Walt Disney quote too. I remember mm-hmm. that, and so it was like, ooh, Disney's gonna get oh, more creative now, you know? Because we were, but that's not what happened. But <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> we were it. still kind of like, ah,
0: we thought maybe it's a
2: creative Possib- film mm-hmm. abilities. <laughs> All right, number ten. <laughs> we need, okay. a,
0: we need a, a soundboard with a like a cash register sound <laughs> effect. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Okay, so it was rated G, and its budget was 150 million, and its gross worldwide was 169 million. So, it so not did a lot. Not make Close. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Make a lot. And
0: looking back on it not all that surprising i remember when Mm -hmm. i remember when it came out and it was being advertised and it just didn't have much hype behind it
1: right i think i think when we watched it was that the first time you'd seen it or it was the first time one of our roommates it may have been
0: the first time that i'd seen the whole thing but i think it was kyle who hadn't seen it yet Uh, one of our old roommates i know
2: that you you showed it to me for sure because i hadn't seen it before yeah you showed it to me
1: Yeah, it's a great film. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about a young boy who lives in an orphanage and uh, is an inventor. It turns out that in the future, he invented a time machine that got stolen. And so his future, well, I don't know, uh, a future boy stole the other time machine and came and got him to help him get the other time machine back. Right. Essentially, Mm -hmm. that's... That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little confusing when you're saying yeah. it out loud.
2: Like, yeah. Ah. But if but, you watch
0: the movie, it's, but yeah. But if time travel uh, kind of turns you away from movies for being too confusing, because it sure as hell can be really yeah. confusing sometimes. Don't worry too much about it in this movie. Um, you, it's very easy to tell what's like present day and what's the future. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the future is very Jetsons. Yes, it's very. They got
1: very. Yeah, they got very into the future. It was yeah. like yeah. you know, they travel in bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all yeah. they have insta buildings. They just press buttons and buildings are built. Yeah, and they have robot, <laughs> Only. robots,
0: and and they there's a T Rex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that can talk a little bit. Yeah. In, um, you know, it's very obvious that it's the future, like far yes. into the future. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. So it's not mm-hmm. too hard to to yeah. keep track of where you are.
1: Yeah, and it, so they really, they really got like excited with this film. They really went out. They really did it. Like they did they pushed, not pull. Yeah, they yeah. pushed their animation. Yeah, and I mean it was creative.
0: It was a really heartwarming story too. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of characters. Um, You know, have great just just great character arcs in general. I don't want to spoil Mm -hmm. anything, but um, I want to watch this one now too. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's a A lot of them. Yeah, this is it's a really fun movie, and it really makes you feel good when you're when you're done watching it. Yeah, and you know, it's just Mm -hmm. one of those like, yeah, Disney. You know, it was kind of nice. It was like a, you know, and you felt like there really was like a little bit of a Walt Disney touch in it. You know, just kind of like similar to like Tomorrowland, like the. You know, not the movie mm-hmm. Tomorrowland, just saying, like, you know, the aspects. The, the aspects idea of and, yeah. Tomorrowland, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it was really, really cool. And that's one you should definitely check out.
0: Yep. Yeah. As as is for all of these movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to say that every time. Yep. Yep. Watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Watch
0: it. Um, Next one, number six. Um, Atlantis. Ooh. From 2001.
1: Man. All right, let's start with numbers.
0: All right, let's shake it up this time. Oh, yeah, Whoa. let's do it. Whoa. Ooh, okay.
2: Where is that one? There it is. Okay. <laughs> it was rated PG. Its budget was 120 million, and its worldwide gross was 186 million. So it made a little bit of money. Yeah, a bit of money. A bit of yeah.
0: Money. It, it's it's one of the popular underrated or, yes. or popular forgotten movies it's kind of a weird thing to say that how can they be popular and forgotten right. it's like mainstream wise it's forgotten but yeah. as far as disney fans go like us mm-hmm. it's 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 up there
1: it's honestly and and this is it, it worth noting that there was a disney dark ages then there was a disney renaissance right. and then the time period directly after the renaissance some people consider to be like the second dark ages and this is like films like atlantis and Chicken Little.
0: Yeah, and... we we don't consider it so much as a second Dark Age, more as the experimental age, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it was their first dabbling into 3D animation. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of mixture. Atlantis has a lot of mixture of the 3D and 2D right. animation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's and, and and we don't believe that they're that they were uh, like hurting like the studio was hurting and that's kind of what was happening during i mean they
1: weren't making as much money as they are now right um but they weren't in trouble like they were Mm -hmm. Uh, because now they kind of they had the money from the renaissance movies where they could kind of right they don't pursue these projects right
0: they don't need another renaissance to keep themselves going so that's why we don't really consider it a second dark age but yeah anyway um atlantis is well, the story of Atlantis. It's the, the, the lost, the ancient lost city. Yeah. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, I, it reminds me, I think I mentioned this in our remakes episode. It's visually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one reason I'd want to see it remade is to see yeah. what they do with it. Cause I remember getting a McDonald's toy of the main <laughs> submarine. What was mm. it called? The Nautilus or something like that. It's like a reference of some kind. Um, but you would put baking soda in it at least I think it was a McDonald's toy it was some kind of toy
2: Mm -hmm. you
0: put a little baking soda in it and then you would set it in the water and it would sink and then as the baking soda reacted it would float back to the top and then it would sink again, and then it would, like, it was, yeah. it, it was
2: Man, yeah, I wish I awesome. had that. That's probably, Atlantis is probably one of the few movies that I watched multiple times when I was a kid. There weren't yeah. very many movies that I got to watch overall, mm-hmm. and Atlantis was one of the ones that I watched multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder, it
1: has some violence in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does, I guess. It
0: does, and it has, like, real guns in it, mm-hmm. um, for a minute, and, um. And I think that's one of the reasons that one of the ways this movie differentiates itself from almost every other Disney movie mm-hmm. is how grounded in reality and science it is. Mm-hmm. You know, i um, sure like meet the Robinsons that we just mentioned is too, but, but it doesn't feel as fantastical. Um, not until you get to the city of Atlantis, do you start experiencing like mystical, right. magical things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it. It takes place in like the 1920s or something. It's yeah, during some kind of industrial boom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah the the, the main character is a professor, isn't he?
1: Yeah, Milo. Yeah,
0: He's
2: Milo Fitch.
1: Yeah, and honestly, Michael J. Fox. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, I I perfect. remember um seeing this movie, and this was before I really followed voice actors in movies but i remember seeing it and going oh that's marty mcfly like i knew that that yeah. was him you know yeah, that was a draw for me to go see it cuz i loved those movies so much so i was like mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh michael j fox <laughs> you know and I um, <laughs> uh, yeah and i love the art style i love the the way that the characters are animated mm-hmm. um they're so so different <laughs> than mm-hmm. any other and you know there were a lot of funny moments
2: Oh absolutely
1: uh, that yeah, you could really feel like the the other characters were almost like real people
0: like you could exactly that's what I was gonna say. Yep.
2: It's where I got two for flinching I mean yeah guess
0: yeah the the I'm glad you manch- mentioned the animation because Disney has a very unique style of animation it it varies sometimes yeah. um especially now that they've gotten so big, they have so many people, it's hard to keep track, but um. But this one really deviated. It has a lot of sharp edges on their characters, which is unusual. Um, and, yeah, the, I love the way you described it. They feel real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way they're acted if and the way real they're, they're animated mm-hmm. and they're portrayed. Yeah. They yeah. feel like real people rather than just characters in a in a fantasy adventure or whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah you get to know what makes them tick why they're doing what they're doing yeah. which and is really cool honestly
1: and I love I love movies that are it's like a team movie you know what mm-hmm. I mean like mm-hmm. we need to build an elite team <laughs> you know what I mean like and they yeah, right. have yeah. all these different personalities and sometimes they, they clash and different, in yeah. different yeah. areas and I love yeah. it I I love those like those are so much fun and it's just one of those films but it's animated and I think where I feel like it is a little like it's out of the mainstream One of the big key elements of that is Mm -hmm. that Kida is not thought of as a Disney princess. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very often. Unfortunately, Um, and she doesn't have songs. The movie doesn't center around her. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, okay, whatever. Like Jasmine has a duet. Uh, I don't. She's not. Yeah, the movie's not about her either. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) but yeah, Kida is definitely. She's strong. She's beautiful. Um, She's a great. She's a great female character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's
0: a badass, too. Heck, yeah. yeah. She's a warrior, for sure. Yeah. And and like, she's
1: definitely a princess. They call her princess. Yeah, she yeah. Is
0: absolutely royalty, more than Mulan. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, definitely more mm-hmm. than
0: Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. That's another podcast. <laughs> another podcast. Um,
2: anyway. But, but yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a great movie, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like this episode that we're doing right now, guys, because I love that we just keep saying, like, hey, movie, good movie. Hey, movie, good movie. I love that. It's so positive. (laughs) It is positive. We're being being so positive right now. These are
0: all fantastic movies. (laughs)
1: That's why they're on the list. Yeah. Think
0: about it. They're making our top ten, baby. (laughs) All right. Next. Okay, number five.
1: Actually, Adam, I was thinking maybe we could take a moment to talk about our sponsor.
0: Oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, just kidding guys, we don't have spot. <laughs> Go ahead, it. number 5. <laughs> number
0: 5, The Great Mouse Detective. Oh, yes.
2: 1986. I think this is Robin's Jam, guys. Do you think this so, is Robin's Jam? I mean, they're they're
1: all pretty jammy for That's me. That's true. Uh, I
0: Raspberry. <laughs> mm.
1: eh,
0: strawberry. strawberry. I like strawberry yeah. Um, <laughs> I really
1: love this movie. Um, and I think I think I love it. Because as a kid watching, we didn't really watch this movie a lot. So I didn't watch it until I was a little older. Probably like, I don't know, like a a tween or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, oh my God, how did we miss this movie? Like this whole time. And I was old enough to really appreciate how different it was and how special. Mm -hmm. And um, this is another product of the Dark Ages. It is a mouse version of Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Um, it follows the ba- Basil of Baker Street, um, uh, who uh, fights against Ratigan, who's mm. voiced by Vincent Price. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the names. score is done by Henry Mancini, who was a very, I mean, very good composer, mm. and the score is beautiful. And I love the beginning of this movie. It begins just like any mystery should. It's so compelling. <clears throat> it's so interesting, and the timing is just right. And I, I love it. It's one of my favorite Disney beginnings of oh, all time, wow. which I think me and Adam wanted to. We, we used to talk about splicing together all the best Disney beginnings and like watching yeah. it because yeah. we just love watching the beginning of Disney movies
2: because some <laughs> of them are
1: so they're so good. Yeah. So go ahead with the
2: numbers, Marcy. All right, here we go, number time. All right, so it was rated G and its budget was fourteen million and it grossed thirty eight million. So, pretty good. It did pretty good, too. Not bad. bad.
0: Didn't cost too much, relatively. Mm
2: -mm.
1: Yeah. And the DVD, I mean, the Blu-ray that I have of it, um, there's like a special features where they show the voice actors, and they're like, the one and only Vincent Price, you know. And it's really interesting. (laughs) Uh, You can tell that they were really excited about this movie when they made it. And that's such a special thing when you're watching a movie and you can tell that the people making it were in love with it and that they were really passionate about it. Mm-hmm.
0: It it leads to much better movies much better uh, performances um, anything you know not just in movie making but in anything when you're passionate about it it's always going to turn out better.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And this is a movie that I when someone tells me they've seen all the Disney movies I ask have you seen The Great Mouse Detective? And the thing is,
0: like eight times out of ten, pe- they haven't. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's why it's on this list.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. I love telling people about mm-hmm. like great movies. And, yeah, and then they enjoy them, and I feel really good about yeah. that. that. So that, I have no problem with people not seeing
0: it. That mm-hmm. happened to me. Before. This was one of this was one of the movies on our Disney animated list that Robin and I did mm-hmm. uh, that I had never seen up until that list. So this I, is the and,
1: movie that started the list.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this mm, is this. It's ah. the one that gave the idea or yeah. led to the idea of seeing because them
1: all. we were Adam and I used to live together in college, mm-hmm. not romantically. We just you know we're roommates, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I th- I thought that was important. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right.
0: right. We had we had two other roommates, yeah. so it was the four of us in an apartment.
1: Yeah, and uh, one day, you know, we were it was back when Max was a thing on uh on Netflix. Max was like this service that helped you pick out what movie to watch you like yeah oh man and uh we picked out you know we answered questions and it suggested the great mouse detective and adam was like i've never seen that what is that and i was like oh my god like what this is you're gonna love this like it's adam he's gonna love it like (laughs) i was so excited because i wasn't even i wasn't even worried that he wouldn't like it and so i was like this is great and we watched it, and Adam was like, I wonder what other ones I haven't seen that are Disney. And I was like, you know what, Adam? Let's, let's make a list. Let's fix
0: that right now. Yeah, yeah, and so
1: we even the ones that we had seen, we rewatched. watched We watched all of them. Mm-hmm. But that was back when we were in college, mm-hmm. and we spent a lot of time together because we lived, again, in the same apartment. Mm-hmm. So... um, yeah, that's why the new list is going to take so much longer. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. so shall we move on to the next? Yeah, let's, let's move on. All uh,
0: right. Let's see here, number four. Brother Bear.
2: Brother yeah. Bear. Okay, so Brother Bear was rated G, and its budget was 128 million. And its cumulative worldwide gross was two hundred and fifty million
0: um I love this one yeah. uh an, again one of my one of my reasons for loving it so much is the music um I love Phil Collins to death uh, when he was with genesis and when he was on his, in his solar career he was he's yeah. amazing one of my favorites um but the movie uh is amazing as well the uh it's about Kenai, this um this man who is like
1: he's like a young he's like a yeah, young yeah. man yeah
0: i was gonna, he's going through his like coming of age yeah ceremony where he get where you get a um a totem a totem mm-hmm. yeah so it's in this um this like
1: i would say like some a, uh, like probably like a canada area yeah, probably yeah like it's north, like a it's north a, america
0: yeah it's a it's a a tribal culture yeah where they live in the cold Um, you know, they're all, they're all got their for, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And they have a, 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 um, a ceremony when you come of age and you get a totem based on an animal that's supposed to be your kind of spirit guide for your life. And then he obviously gets a bear. And he's disappointed. In the movie. Well, Mm -hmm. that's because the bear, the bear totem is for love. Mm -hmm. And he being the, this kid growing up with two older brothers being picked on all the time, he's like, my totem is going to be like ass kicker you yeah, know or, right you know he wants <laughs> like, it to be something and really also, tough
1: and also he doesn't like bears because bears are dangerous they kill people and they eat and the they fish. eat all their food that they gathered and um this movie i think stands out particularly because it is so beautiful it's gorgeous mm, you watch it and you're like i mean i remember i saw it in theaters my mom took me to see it and i remember uh, we saw it in the dollar theater. <laughs> um, oh. so by the time that we'd seen it, which is second run. So by the time we'd seen it, um, all the kids in the theater knew all the lines to the movie because they, <laughs> they'd shown the trailer so often they're you know really <laughs> trying to market the movie. And, um, it's, you get blown away by how beautiful it is. It's 2d animated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so pretty.
0: It's gorgeous. They, the particularly the scenes on top of the mountain, you know, the yeah. ones I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Um, with the, basically the Northern Lights, yeah. but the spirit light. Yes. I guess
1: <laughs> these spirits of all who live before. Yeah, God. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it's amazing. It, it's really good, and um, <laughs> it's got a wonderful message. There are some really troubling scenes, um, but yeah, I mean, it's on worth too. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's such a good movie. Um, one of my favorite Disney movies. Period. I think I'd yeah. put it up there. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and uh the
0: the moose, yes, mm-hmm. the Mises. the Mises.
1: Mises. <laughs> <laughs> moose um, they're very funny. Yeah. Oh yes, uh, I love I love them very much.
0: They they are obviously the comic relief of the movie. Mm-hmm. But what's nice about it is that they don't they're not relied on right for for lightheartedness or humor yeah. in the movie. I,
1: I remember watching it specifically with Marcy and her younger brother David. And I think this was the first time David had ever seen it. He was eight years old. I don't know if you had seen it before. I don't. I don't don't think you had because I I remember in the very beginning, it is very, it is sad in the beginning of the Mm -hmm. movie. There is, there is a sad part, and I remember Marcy turned and you deliberately looked at me and you were like, "What? Like, like what? (laughs) What have you done?" Like what? (laughs)
0: Why, why, why are, are you, we? Why are you showing this to me and my brother? Is this
1: Bambi all over yeah, It's again? like you're gonna scar my my little brother. <laughs> but I remember watching it with him because it was so rewarding to watch it with a child. Mm-hmm. Um, since I I saw seen it since like when I was kind of a child, but you know, watching it with the child because he thought the moose were so funny, mm-hmm. and I remember he just, I mean, barrel over laughter, like every, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, oh, this is so sweet, Aww. you know. And so it, yeah. it does seem like it's it is a, a very good blend. And mm-hmm. well,
0: well, if you're a mayonnaise, eh, I'm a wolverine. Look at these <laughs> <spy cuspids.
1: laughs> and they're a famous comedy duo. One of them's is Rick yes, Moranis. They are. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Canadian radio personality. Exactly. I guess yeah.
2: that's what kind of lends to the fact that we think it's kind of, like, from Canada area yeah. because of those two characters. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's Moose, de-
1: it's a, Moose. It's where Moose are. It's definitely, yeah.
0: I believe it's almost, almost sure it's north america mm-hmm. yeah um at the at the very least yeah,
1: yeah cuz since that the animal and them and the bears in the film mm-hmm. would be native to that native. area yeah. right right it it's, it's
0: it's like a post almost post ice age right at the yeah right you know right in the transition kind of thing right. in north america yeah cuz they're
1: pretty they're pretty advanced people they've got their own yeah, language yeah. they've got their own culture yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um but it's not it's not it's not modern times no where this, this these people are still living there um, and just out of touch with, like, some civ- yeah. other civilization. No, it's, like, back in, you know, when that was what civilization was. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but that's not important. I mean, it's important. Brother Bear goes,
1: I mean, watch it. Don't go see it. It's probably not in theaters. <laughs> yeah. If
0: it were in theaters, I would definitely go see it yeah. right now. Yeah. It's Me too. that good. Same thing. Um, and I'd love to see it on a big screen. Oh, man. Um. All right. Next, moving on. Number
1: 3. Oh, we're getting close to the end.
0: Treasure Planet. <gasps> 2002.
1: Oh, man. Mars this is one of your favorites, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I really like this movie.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh great movie. Another one that I want to see visually remade, but I thought that I'd would be kinda cool. it not be remade. Mars, how much <laughs>
1: did this make though? I want to know. Oh,
2: let's let's look at this. Okay. So, <laughs> Treasure Planet, it was rated PG. Uh the budget was a hundred and forty million and the cumulative worldwide gross was only a hundred and nine million. So hmm. it didn't didn't quite make yeah. it anything, right. really.
1: Treasure Planet was a movie that I really enjoyed because I love I've talked about it before. Treasure Island was my favorite book when I was a kid, and I loved the live action Treasure Island from the fifties. Mm-hmm. And so Treasure Planet was super cool because it was essentially the exact same story, but told in a futuristic society, and it's not an island, it's a planet. Um, Long John Silver's a cyborg, um, and like all the other characters, they changed up some characters, and you, we just watched the 1951, mm-hmm. so you could see the characters that correlated with everybody. With the, yep. Um, yeah. You know, and they really, they made such interesting changes and it was so like, what, what an incredible idea.
2: <laughs> I mean, it blended so many different things. It blended like pirates, cyborgs, like yeah. so many different space. Pirates. Oh man. Yeah. yeah space. And,
0: uh, and and I remember watching a, uh, some kind of behind the scenes on the movie where it talked about their their artistic direction and how rigidly they wanted to stick to it because they uh, they didn't want it to feel like Star Wars or, or too future-y, you know. So they what they did was whenever they would make something in the future, like a future technology, yeah. they had to make like six other things that were not.
1: Yeah, that. It, it was it almost almost like steampunk. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like it was like it, it. It very much looked like the time period the Treasure pl- Treasure Island took place, but there were cyborgs,
0: right? Mm. And and the the ships looked like pirate ships, but yeah. they had sp- engines on There's
1: them. Anthropomorphic, you know, people or animals, alien, yeah, different yeah. things. Like the the captain, she's like a cat S-
0: thing, yeah, yeah, and you know, <laughs> it,
1: it's different. And the voice acting was pretty good too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Niles from Frasier's in it. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. I remember watching him do the voice stuff in the, in the booth and booth. all the commercials on Disney. Mm-hmm. It's always
2: so cool to watch. And
0: uh, it, was another, it was another movie similar to Atlantis where they dabbled in 3D. Um, I wish I could remember the name of this style of animation, but it's where you take... They used it in Tarzan as well. It's mm-hmm. not as obvious in Tarzan where you basically build a large set in 3D and you pan your camera through it yeah, and that was so different and new at the time, and yeah. it and it really made some of the shots in this movie w- uh, incredible. Yeah, um, you know, by today's movies, it's not anything big, but at the time and in two D animation, it's still so it's, it's still, so, still cool. so fun to watch. It's, oh, yeah, absolutely,
1: and the music is really cool. I've I've included I've made music CDs for Adam before with movie music, <laughs> and I. <laughs> I'll include, you know, this score on there. It's so good. Um, I love this movie, and I love how different it is. And I remember there's a song in it by the Goo Goo Dolls.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So that really stamps. That really, yeah. uh, <sniffs> Dates this movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh. ooh Two thousand. <laughs>
2: yeah. The animation style that adam was talking about i think that was a little more expensive at the yeah. time and um so like they they used that and it unfortunately didn't you know didn't pan really out for off. them uh so unfortunately that was one way that yeah. it kind of and, um, fell but
0: and another interesting tidbit about this movie is they had a sequel planned oh like early mm-hmm. um but it it didn't go anywhere and it ended up becoming something else. I don't remember what. Hmm. Well, but the budget was sent to yeah. to a different mm-hmm.
2: movie. They did not market it. It was not like they you know how normally for Disney movies and everything like that, they put out as much marketing as they can and they just didn't do that for right. this movie. Right.
0: Now I remember you telling us yeah. this. They, kind of, they almost, you know, put on your tinfoil hats, everybody. They didn't want this movie to do well. Yeah. Kind of, because of the, uh, I don't know, the bad relationship with the people behind it. I think I remember. Something
2: like Um, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, because of that, because they didn't market it the same way, I think the trailer that they cut didn't portray the movie in the way that it was going to be. They portrayed it... in a way that would not get people to well, want it's to like, see we, it
1: we kind of remember like happy meal toys for mm-hmm. different movies and we remember like the seeing the toys just in stores and you know be, things being marketed to us watching things on disney channel and such and it you know it's like we don't remember as much of this movie kind of being no you know it wasn't put into our
2: us. childhood
1: heads yeah. <laughs> as easily. Yeah, when it came out, I on I think like on VHS or DVD, whatever um, was the big. Um, I think
0: it was VHS. Still,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. at the time, um, it did. Uh, they did do things on Disney Channel. I do remember watching some promos for it, but other than <laughs> that, yeah. But at that point, it was you know they they weren't worried about got- box office things. Yeah, so it's like
2: too late at that point. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Treasure Planet, good film. Check it out, guys. Um, uh, I think one thing to me that always stood out about this movie is that they had a really good chance to show the relationship between Long John Silver and Jim. And I think that that was really cool. They did Mm -hmm. it through a montage, basically. (laughs) Um, But I still, it was really nice because you really started to understand that Long John Silver actually did care about him. Mm-hmm. And he's such a complicated character <sighs> yeah. that you have to really, you know, that's something that you really need to understand right. to really understand the story like as best as you can. Right.
0: Having to keep up this mean pirate facade while still protecting this this boy that the rest of the crew cares nothing, nothing about. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. We're almost there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number 2. The Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm
1: yeah this is a movie that is very popular among people our age Mm -hmm. i think yeah yeah um and it is it is one that doesn't get brought up right away which is weird Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you think of disney movies
0: yeah um (laughs) it's it's so stylistically different yeah um that it doesn't even feel like a disney movie Mm -mm. even the show because it had a show for a minute The Emperor's New School, same thing. Didn't feel Disney. And that's kind of, you know, it's kind of a pattern here in all of these movies. Whenever Disney branches out or changes it up, it seems to not do as well. And that's a real shame. But, But this is a great movie for a lot of different reasons.
1: Yeah, smart, original. I think that I read a quote one time where a guy, one of the critics said that it was the most original screenplay that they'd even seen all year. Mm-hmm. It's got incredibly funny jokes. The voice acting is really good. I mean, another Talk what? Much.
2: Michael J. Fox again, right? Or is N- no, this no. Is, oh, wait, no.
1: This is John Goodman. Who's the lead? Who plays Kuzco? David Spade? David Spade. Spade. That's it. That's and, right. And uh, also uh, Patrick Warburton and yeah. uh, Eartha Kitt. All star cast. That's an yeah. incredible. I mean, that they really they got the perfect voice actors for these characters and it's uh, i mean it really speaks for itself <laughs> I, I believe it's on netflix mm-hmm. still um mm-hmm. before disney gets their own studio hurry watch it um <laughs> but, yeah but seriously it's it's so interesting it's you know it's got like this south american uh kind you know uh, setting. almost aztec yeah mm-hmm. like you know. setting yeah He's an emperor, yeah. um, And instead of like his new clothes, it's his new groove. Um, (laughs) It it's so interesting. He gets turned into a llama, um, and he has a llama.
0: He's (gasps) supposed to be dead.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, by the evil, by the evil Isma, who is you know her with her sidekick Kronk, and
2: I mean just. Yeah, Isma is just so evil looking. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. yeah,
0: really well designed. Another, you know, we talked about it in Atlantis. Another movie where they the the animation style is very different and unique. Um, yeah, lots of again a lot of sharp edges, but even simplified. Another step, like the characters are, like um, very recognizable only just by a silhouette. Um, you know, Kronk has this humongous upper torso, and <laughs> oh my then Isma um, is like a twig person, yeah,
2: <laughs> with these like feathers, or yeah, something. Exactly. like oh my gosh. yeah. And then,
0: and then, um, I've forgotten John Goodman's character name. Do you remember?
2: Um,
1: now that you ask, no, yeah, no right. I don't.
0: but but you'd recognize him visually. He's almost a he's just a walking square, yeah. Almost, mm-hmm. um, you know. So they they. Each each character is so unique and recognizable by by style and by voice and by just the way they act. It's it's awesome. It's incredible.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I believe you have one of a really good scene that you like with the map.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Um, when there's this really meta scene where they're chasing each they're chasing each other, racing back so that they can um. <laughs> They can go back and retrieve the antidote, mm-hmm. um, and r- right, that's mm-hmm. that's where they're going. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the they they're showing a map to show the audience like where each person is and who's the closest. And at one point, they look down and realize that they're showing it by a dotted line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kronk looks down and realizes <laughs> the dotted line has been following him everywhere. And, <laughs> and uh, the map. I mean, it's it's. I'm not. I won't say the best part of it because yeah. right. if you haven't seen it, you should just watch it. Yeah, it's so good, and I, I just, I love the jokes. They're so original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my favorite
2: David Spade movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and- so- Kronk's character uh, is amazing. The fact that like a secret genius, yeah, he yeah. yeah he's like portrayed as like kind of a dummy type thing, but he's yeah exactly. He's a secret genius. <laughs> like I mean, he, he talks re- to squirrels. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he reminds me of Patrick Star from SpongeBob. Where, yeah, where like <laughs> you know, kind of an idiot, but comes through with moments of absolute brilliance. Yeah, <laughs> and um,
1: and the unsung hero of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah honestly, right. because. If it weren't for him, Cusco would be dead. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he decided, you know what? I won't kill him. hmm You know, it was his inability to go through with it. that. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Kronk's amazing. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone should watch it.
0: Absolutely. On
1: Netflix now. Hurry.
0: <laughs> Quick. That streaming service is around the corner.
1: Mm-hmm. It sure is.
0: All right. And the last but not least, number one. The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: oh man. Nineteen
0: ninety six.
1: Now, the reason this one's on our list is because a lot of people weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> that that's something that I I didn't is totally foreign to me because my parents didn't even worry about it. Mm. They just put it on, left <laughs> us. I had no. I so to me, I'm like, really? That's when yeah. you weren't allowed to watch. Yeah. Because even
2: I... I was allowed to watch it. I had... My grandparents got me this, like, sweatsuit when I was a kid <laughs> um, that my mom hated, oh, by the, the way. Oh, um, It was this... I remember it was, there's pictures of me in it. It's this purple um, thing, and it's got Esmeralda mm-hmm. on the front, and I loved it. I was
1: Esmeralda for loved Halloween. It.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's right. So,
1: yeah. I remember it was, you know, we... <laughs> Sorry, um, I mean, my mom just draped a purple cloth across my chest, and I held a tambourine. Boom,
0: perfect.
2: I mean, but I mean, come that's on,
1: all it was. <laughs> but this movie, I love this movie, mm-hmm. and I think that it probably has one of the best Disney scores of, of any of any Disney oh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think Frollo is the most evil. <sighs> he is. I think that Frollo, because he just never hesitates to be incredibly manipulative and uh, hides behind the um the excuse of being godly and mm-hmm. god to right. commit heinous crimes and i mean just he's awful uh there's he, he murders people mm-hmm. he sets houses on fire um he uh, tortures people mm-hmm. all things well we don't see the murder um, well, no, we do. Actually, it's in the first 20 seconds of the movie. So, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie is a little yeah.
0: Speaking of great Disney openings.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it is. It's tough. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Like, when you think about it from that standpoint, um, and I guess I just never really truly
2: considered about how dark it really was yeah. when I was a kid. yeah. You don't get it. It kind of flies over your head as a kid. Yeah. Watching it as an adult, you understand. You you get this lust type side that Frollo had. Like, yeah. You see how there's, evil he was. In there's that a whole song. And
0: basically, it it basically it's like either she gets with me or I'm gonna kill her. Or
1: I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows that his lustfulness after her is sinful, mm-hmm. and the only way it won't be sinful is if he's like married to her. Like mm-hmm. if if mm-hmm. if like they're together and if she says no then oh well then he'll just kill yeah, her yeah and it's her right. fault because it's not his fault yeah because obviously. he can't be you know he doesn't want that that sin on his hands right. <laughs> but murder is fine yeah mm-hmm. right. i mean so he's so messed up <laughs> like he's so and it's so crazy and man yeah. m- my husband loves that song hellfire
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you you don't really think about it when you think of of disney villains you think jafar or or yeah. maleficent or you know Captain Hook, or you know, these more like kind of out there yeah. villains where they're like dealing in dark magic, or they're just like, Brrr, stupid Pan, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're kind of great, <laughs> you know, they're kind of over yeah. the top. Frollo, uh uh-uh, uh, he's like, it's like real and yeah. it's like, like true just evilness it's not it's it's
1: so grounded yeah mm-hmm. in like a possibly real person like you you watch it and you're like oh somebody like this could exist they probably did mm-hmm. um you know like this is something that you're so like oh god and if that's with what makes it tough especially when you're an adult right. and you're watching it because i remember like there is a scene where he like walks out and he's like he's like tor- you hear somebody scream because he's like having somebody mm-hmm. torture them you know, and he's like, oh, wait, hold up a second. Let, let the guard tell me what's going on with Quasimodo. And then, like, he goes back, like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, like, happening. <laughs> like, and it's yeah.
2: actually. With how dark this movie is, mm-hmm. guess what it's rated, guys? What? G. It's only G. Oh, oh my God. Wow. It's only G, guys. Amazing. And, and on top of that, I think it's probably <laughs> one of the ones that made the most it out probably of all did. these. Yeah. It was, its budget was $100 million. And its worldwide gross was three hundred and twenty-five million, approximately. So,
1: Damn. yeah, the I think it's really on our list, though, just because um, there were so many people we've encountered that haven't seen yep. it.
0: Yeah, um, it, it's it's again one of those popular ones. Like it's a it's a well-known movie. Yes, but not especially many especially people... in the
1: nineties. It was well-known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: People didn't. I guess people just don't bother to talk about it. Yeah. Or they just forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's it's maybe 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 it's, in this particular case, it's not as un- underrated. It's just forgotten about.
1: It's you know, I think a lot of it, too, has to do with the fact that it's it's the Catholic Church is so central to the movie. Yep. It takes place at Notre Dame mm-hmm. um, and it I mean, you know, we all know the story, I guess, of a Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, well maybe we don't know Victor Hugo wrote it, it and it's pretty upsetting he also wrote Les Misérables I mean upsetting stuff yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you had imagine Les Misérables being a Disney movie that's what this is and honestly it's i remember my dad he says he remembers um reading all of the critic like the critics after the movie came out and their number one criticism was this movie is too dark The tone of this movie is too dark. the The gargoyles do not give us enough comic relief Mm -hmm. for children. Um, You know, this is not going to draw in enough kids because because of that. Because Hmm. you know, kids want to see they want to see the funny. They want to hear the Jason Alexander song where they sing about you know Quasimodo being a good guy, and you know, (laughs) like they don't want to hear you know Esmeralda sing about you know, outcasts and poor people and how they're basically dying in the streets and oh. how God needs to save them, you know? And, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is... Yeah. Can
0: you believe it's a Disney movie? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, yeah. Uh.
0: It's incredible. Um, You know, we, especially people our age who are, you know, let's face it, not always pulled over by the real kid. Movies. I mean, mm-hmm. we still we still love animated movies and ones that are kind of marketed towards kids. But there are some that are like heavily marketed to kids, where yeah. the the humor is very like potty humor and yeah. That we kind see of stuff, the, we always not... see
1: the trailers when we go see the well no the real kid movies. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> and we're always it's, like
0: Ugh. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't look great. And I mean that's but and you know some people associate Disney with that a little bit you know maybe not as much anymore but it's still some right but the hunchback of notre dame takes it to a takes it on a whole different level it's not even like you can't think of it as i mean it's a kid's movie but it's don't don't think of it as these uh you know just for the little kids and just you know stupid jokes kind of movie yeah. mm-hmm. it's it, watching it at our age it's incredible how you know it is it is a darker movie but but seeing it now you understand what's happening and it's you know
1: and i think that
0: oh no i was i don't know what to say You, you get it you know yeah
1: i i think that it's really important to say that um this is the kind of movie that you you need to kind of see and decide whether or not you want your kids to watch it yeah for sure um but the thing is, is that, like, it's got so many important elements in it for kids to see. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, you know, because I watched it uh, when I when it came out, I was about, about let's say, let's say five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't watch it in the theater. You know, I watched it later on. So, you know, it this is but I still like it, I watched it when I was pretty young. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the songs really keep it moving. And, you know, you really care about Quasimodo. Mm-hmm. You really care about the characters. And it's like one of the... the I mean, spoiler, he doesn't end up with Esmeralda Aww. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yeah. like, that was what I was most upset about. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't upset about all the other awful no. things that I had <laughs> exactly. just witnessed. Right. And um, so, yeah, and it's such a... It is very interesting. Adults should definitely watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it is... <laughs> It's it's a little complicated, but not really. Like it's easy to follow, but like the ideas are complex, and the songs are absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I love "God Help the Outcast." I mm-hmm. love that song. It's so oh, pretty, yeah. um, and I love "Out There." Um, and it starts with Frollo, you know, verbally abusing Quasimodo. You know, you're deformed you know like you're you're disgusting you're a monster <laughs> nobody's going to want you me and my sister know that part by heart we'll sing it together yeah <laughs> one fun family things <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> um so yeah so that's our list guys
0: yeah, yeah. we did it hope we you enjoyed it. it there's our top 10 um do you guys want to mention any that didn't make the list
1: oh sure yeah um we do have quite a few because there are a lot of really good ones um i think we uh, big hero six is one that I put on yep. the honorable mention mm-hmm. list. Um, and this is because I, uh, I remember it came out fairly recently. We saw yeah, in the movies together. Recently. Um, we really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I definitely don't hear it listed very often when no. I talk about really good current animated movies or current Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So it, it is one that I do feel like kind of flies under a little bit,
0: Uh huh. but um, not
1: under enough that yeah, I thought it
0: should be on the list. Um, Another one is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yes. Now, now mm-hmm. the character of Winnie the Pooh is not underrated and no, not really. forgotten. He's everywhere. Um, you know, they just made the Christopher Robin movie. Um mm-hmm. there was another Winnie the Pooh movie back in uh 2011, 2011, I think. Yep. Um there were multiple TV shows, but what people do kind of forget about or or is underrated is the original movie.
1: From the seventies. From
0: the seventies, um, yeah. which was actually uh, animated, f- basically at the for the beginning of other Disney movies.
1: Yeah, like there were like three shorts.
0: They were shorts that were put in front of these movies, um, kind of like how Pixar does today, but then re put like re edited, put together as one movie. That's why it's called the Many Adventures because he goes through. Yeah. Almost multiple chapters of the book, you know. Um but that one Winnie the Pooh has a special place in my heart. One of the Me too. one of the characters <laughs> that I grew up watching. So um definitely want that one on the list.
2: Yeah. And Chicken Little is also another one. I believe, am I wrong in saying that it was one of the first ones where they were playing with the 3D yeah. aspects? I think, you're not wrong, I mean. I
0: think okay. it I may have been could. the first I think it full, 3D full 3D Disney movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So um, they were definitely experimenting. Yeah. It didn't exactly, I think, pay off. It's not one that people remember as mm. much. Right. And I think, but,
1: I think the reason we didn't have it on the list is because we don't rank it as like as good as the ones that Mm -hmm. we did put on the list yeah right um but it is definitely just as forgotten Mm -hmm. right
0: to reiterate these are not our our top 10 was for the best of these forgotten movies not which one is the most forgotten right um because the the list would vary greatly if we if we were judging them by that Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and i think um another good one that would be an honorable mention would be princess and the frog yeah. Um. Because and and I honestly, the when we made the list too, it's like I definitely hesitate to put a Disney any Disney princess movie on the list mm-hmm. because the Disney princesses are constantly being remarketed and mm-hmm. brought out. But I do think that that is one that a movie in it itself that doesn't get mentioned, brought up,
0: yep. um, she, as much. Yeah, she gets. Um, Tatiana's her name. Correct? Tiana. Tiana. Where's Tatiana from? Uh eh, whatever. Tiana um is an official Disney princess. Yes. Um she's on that list, but uh um but the movie she's from, yeah, is not no as highly regarded as the rest mm-hmm. of
1: them. Mm-mm. And yeah. I mean, I I think the movie could have been better. Um but anyway, I mean, <laughs> I I still don't th- I mean, you know, I didn't think it was bad. Mm-mm. Right. Um and I missed 2D animation.
0: Right. It was it was it was it was Disney's last 2D animated film. Yeah. Um, they've done other 2D stuff, like they still make 2D cartoons and whatnot, but Disney doesn't make fully, they don't make full feature films anymore uh, nope. in 2D. And I think it was right on the edge of where people started to care less about 2D animation because it was right where 3D was starting to take off. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the next Princess movie was Tangled, so, and you know the rest from there.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Are there any others you guys want to mention?
0: Uh, there there are more that we didn't mention um, yeah. that I could just list off real quick. Uh, Robin Hood, The Aristocats, oh, Fox and the Hound. God, that's a sad one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's a heart-wrencher. <laughs> um, the Rescuers.
1: Oh, my God, The Rescuers, um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Ichabod and Mr. Toad and uh, Bolt are some of the other ones we've got here. Right, um,
1: and we can write, you know, if you're unfamiliar with those, uh you can send us a message, ask us about it, or just Google it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. or just watch or talk it. to us. I mean that's fine. Yeah we we, we you know
0: send us an email. We're cool send with us it. send us an email, uh blackcasediaries at gmail dot com. Yeah. Or or comment on the blog or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. We'd, we'd love to hear from we'd you. We'd love
1: to discuss any of this with you guys. And yeah, we just appreciate you listening. Um I think we also had a list of movies that didn't qualify that also we felt might be you know, and I'll just put that on the blog. Yeah. And, yeah. uh You know, you guys can yeah, see what you think about this. There, there
0: may be a couple of other movies that you would, that you're thinking in your mind, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we maybe disqualified them for reasons and, right. you know, we'll, they'll all be on the blog. Check it out. Yeah. Black case That's right. That's mm-hmm. where all of the info is.
1: Yes. And, uh, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, black case diaries podcast um on instagram and at black case diary on twitter
1: and we have a facebook page and we
0: now have a facebook which page which you can
1: like or follow yeah. or either of those do things, things. Yeah. or both We're, yeah we we welcome you please yep. so
0: we pre- we appreciate you listening we
1: really do yeah. thank, thank you, you very much
0: um yeah is that it? that's it, everybody? That's it. Thanks All for right. listening very it's much. Another case closed. Absolutely. Yes. Woo. <laughs> See you in the next one.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.